Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, if you missed our supply chain special last hour, powered, powered by Volkswagen Southtown, uh, we discussed how this crisis is impacting prices shipping times, uh, as well as what it means for each of us individually as consumers, what it means to businesses globally. But we've also got to look beyond that. We've got to look beyond uh, any kind of slogan coming out of the administration that the solution is overnight shipping and that overnight shipping can't be fixed overnight. Uh, there's so many challenges to all of this, so we've got to get past the headlines. We're going to unpack a lot of what we talked about in the last hour, so let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. As I mentioned, if you did miss the first hour of the program today, you definitely want to pick up the podcast uh, because we really broke it down by a number of different things that are driving all of this, what's impacting it. But more importantly, what does it mean to you individually? What does it mean for your business? And uh, as we look at all of those impacts, of course, a lot of folks are looking to Washington. What's the big issue? And, of course, the president uh, just uh, about a week ago uh, announced that they were going to keep the shipping open overnight, that they were going to keep the ports open 24-7. The only problem with that as a big solution from Washington uh, was that you actually have to have the truck drivers and the longshoremen uh, to do that. You also have to get through a lot of the regulatory issues that have been implemented by the state of California over years and years, uh, as well as federal uh, issues that are driving that as well. Uh, we have a number of other things. Uh, Miles Hansen uh, just talked to us a little bit about the energy costs, especially rolling into winter uh, and how that's going to play out. And so uh, I want to unpack a little bit of this as we as we go through this segment, just to kind of get some perspective and framing. It was interesting over the weekend, Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who, uh, of course, is responsible for all of this kind of stuff. Uh, he took to the airwaves to talk about where we are right now, and he was focused primarily on the port. What we're doing right now is to focus on the operations themselves. Uh, A lot of Americans might be surprised to learn that our ports have not generally operated on a 24-7 basis. We've secured commitments to change that. And the president announced that the ports of L.A. and Long Beach, uh, Long Beach actually was piloting this for for a few weeks. Collectively, those two ports are 40% of our uh, container traffic. They're now going 24-7. That's not a simple thing to do overnight, uh, but it was a big commitment. Now, we've got to make sure that that works its way through the chain because, of course, it's not just the gate of the port. It's getting those containers onto a chassis, uh, getting them to where they need to be, and that goes to other issues in our supply chain. 
All right, Jen Psaki uh, said that we're also facing a shortage of truckers and longshoremen and explained what government was doing to solve that problem. The DMV, uh, as they has expedited their approval of commercial driver's licenses in 2021, an average of 50,000 commercial driver's licenses and learning permits have been issued each month, 60 percent higher than 2021 numbers. Uh, We've also been working with unions to help address the shortages of workers, whether they are at um, they are at ports or whether they are driving issues or other components that impact the supply chain. So on one hand, you have the administration saying, hey, we're, we're going to do all of these things. We're going to make it easier for people to get commercial driver's license. We're going to accelerate that. We're going to cut some red tape here. We're going to allow them to work 24-7. We're going to get more cars on road or trucks on roads. Uh, and yet uh, Pete Buttigieg went on uh, to talk about that this is really a private sector issue, not the government. The government's just here to support. But let's remember, these are private sector systems. This is a capitalist country. Nobody wants the federal government to own or operate the stores, the warehouses, the trucks, or the ships or the ports. Our role is to try to make sure we're supporting those businesses and those workers who do. Uh, And then finally, uh, yesterday, when asked about the supply chain issue, and obviously with the holiday shopping season coming up, uh, how people would not be able to get their their new treadmill for their January exercise program, uh, Jen Psaki actually said something that I think missed the mark by uh, just a bit. It was clear in March of 2020 when COVID hit that, that the supply chains across the world have been disrupted, even as as the sort of work to fight back against COVID proceeded. People, it was, it was crystal clear that things were not improving on supply chain. People couldn't get dishwashers and and furniture and treadmills delivered on time, not to mention all sorts of other things. So why the is it- The tragedy of the short, the treadmill that's delayed. Right. Uh, so again, a little bit of mocking there from Jen Saki of the you know the tragedy of not being able to get your uh, your treadmill overnight or get it shipped as, as quickly as you'd like to, and I think this is some of those areas where the administration is is being a little tone deaf and a little tin eared in terms of how they're approaching all of this. On one hand, they're saying government can solve all of these problems. On the other, they're saying, well, it's really the private sector that's going to have to fix all of these things. Uh, and while I agree that there is a mix to be had. We have to be careful uh, that uh, we don't come in with more government solutions. Whenever we face a crisis in this country, uh, we're very quick to go to government, that government has the solution. And I think government is part of the problem on this one. A lot of fingers have been pointed at the pandemic being the problem. Uh, I think it's much more than that. And many of those things stem from overregulation and too much government rather than the right balance between the private sector and government. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind 
only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.